Hey guys, welcome to the Startup Diary podcast. This is episode 161 and this one is about the British bearded baby. If you are new to the podcast, one thing that we've been helping with is Dan over at the British bearded baby who about 16 months ago decided he wanted to start his own business. So about once a week, uh, we're hearing from Dan uh, with a, he sends us an audio file with what he's working on, what he's struggling with and how he's getting on, what it's really like to build a business. It's an amazing addition to the podcast because it really shows just what it's like. Um, for someone in the first 12 months of sort of trading with their business. Um, So what we're going to do today is we're going to launch this, which is the Tuesday, and then we're going to do a second one because we missed one last week just down to work. Uh, So we've got two audio clips from Dan from the British Bearded Baby, and we'll get into that right now. Hey guys, so it's Dan from the British Bearded Baby. Uh, Cool, so I'll uh, I'll start this off by uh, saying, yes, Adam, I I do listen all the way. I listen to... uh, the episodes probably multiple times to try and extract as much value from as I can uh, so yeah uh, I'll start with answering your question um, I thought I'd kind of gone down that route in not the last one or the one before um, which one the one where I was speaking uh, first one after launch um, so I'd said in this episode about how um, there was pre and post um kind of audience um traffic away wording it yeah uh, customer base so sales wise um yeah there was kind of in my mind two kind of ways of looking at it there was pre and post um but obviously I didn't delve into figures as I, I, I did say in that episode that um nobody had bought as yet um But yeah, so since, uh, so you said about how open and honest I want to be, um, I'm more than happy to be open and completely honest with people to be, (laughs) to be honest. Um, as I said on one of my, uh, posts, I think actually quite a few times over Instagram, I've said it, um, and the whole ethos and kind of mantra behind the, the, the business and the reason why I'm doing it is that the trust through transparency, as I've said in the past, um, the whole reason I went into doing what I did was because I'd lost trust in the, that market or those products that were out there with people not being 100% um, kind of honest with people um, and letting you know exactly what was in the product. So as you guys have all helped and stuff, I'm, I'm more than happy to uh, be honest with people. So since launch, um, so we've taken, what, 15, 16 months to launch. Um, It's taken close to £3,000, just short of, to set, uh, to get to where we're going. Um, And then since launch, we have uh, basically done, so total four T-shirts, a hat, two balms and four royals, uh, which brings in a total of 190 quid. So 16 months, three grand, and two weeks down the line, you get less than 200 pound. So obviously that money isn't all um, profit. That probably won't cover having the uh, paying the accountant. Uh, postage is all included in my pricing. Um so yeah, uh, 
Not a lot, really. So you said you wanted to, uh, the listeners or the people that are, uh, have been following the journey to kind of understand how hard it is. Um, yeah, once you get to a company and you're launching and you've got a product, um, it's not, it's not easy. It's not kind of, there's no big fluffy clouds on the other side where you just sit there and stuff comes in. As I said in the episode, I thought, um, I'd kind of gone down the line on, um, it's a whole new game, a whole new game. And I just love it. Like, I I don't care. I understand that this isn't going to be, um, there's no micro gain in this. It's, it's, it's all about the long run. Uh, quoting uh, one of your favorite guys, Gary V on that, that it's, it's literally just going to be eating shit for the next two to four years time. Uh, it's just putting in a graft. Uh, so that's where I'm at at the minute with sales wise. Um, I hope you guys do appreciate the, uh, the honesty on that. Um, and yeah, so where I'm going now. So I'd said about building a sales team. Um, those guys are crazy. Uh, so as I said, we built a, um, previously we'd, we built, I, I put a community closed group just for these guys, uh, to interact with each other, um, given, so they can speak with each other saying what's working for them, what's not. Um, I've already kind of put some updates in there for those guys to help guide them with their sales. I don't think any of these guys actually have any sales background. So, um, yeah, I've tried to help them in certain ways and guide them on things that they can do or way of work, like ways to make them. The The first couple of posts I put out when I was reading them, I was like, oh God, cringy, like it sounds very amateurish. Um, but then it kind of come, maybe comes across as original, uh, not original, kind of honest, <laughs> which probably, uh, yeah, probably the way of... Uh, describing this podcast about honesty um so i've kind of got helped those guys uh, a little bit i think for the first few posts that they were putting out they were like um or uh used hank and uh night tonic great products and then my favorite out of all of the beard oils i've used and stuff like uh if you have a beard and you want to try this message me for a discount code um which i kind of advise the guys that maybe that's not when I was reading it, the way that I put it across, um, I've told them, obviously, it's a code that they're using. They just throw it out there. Don't You're asking people then to take their time to message you to uh, get a code from you, uh, which, one, somebody might feel that there's something not so right if they have to contact you to get a code. They might feel there's something a little bit dodgy about it. Uh, the code's there. There's more people to see it someone thinks they're flipping past it and then they catch it later or something like it's easy for them to remember anyway the codes are rather than having to spend their time obviously time's the most valuable thing for people nowadays so just putting the code out there uh but these guys are really loving it um we have arranged a meet in liverpool for the first time uh so we're gonna have a kind of british bearded baby meet up 14th of december in liverpool i think there's a guy coming from telford uh for the event 
Um, and then the rest of the guys are based around Liverpool area anyway, so it's pretty good. But the fact that one guy is coming from Telford, I think the guy from Telford as well sent me a picture of his create. He asked for permission if he can uh, have a business, like a a card style thing, um, to go and speak to barbers for me around his area and stuff like that. Um, which obviously I need. I did explain to the guy that I like the passion and stuff. Um, I don't mind him putting something with a code on and leaving a code somewhere for friends and family if you want to pass it that way. But when it comes to B2B, um, I did say that I'd prefer him not to do that just for the fact of I don't know how he's going to be selling it or what he's going to be saying whilst he's out there. Um, and the first six to 12 months, like, are very, very vital for me uh, if he missold my products Um Obviously, it gives the the company a bad reputation, but it can also um, be damaging if someone was to he was to claim that the products could do something. Uh, I could get in a lot of trouble for that. So I've asked him not to do that. But if he wants to do a card with a code on and pass it on to people for his ten percent, that's up to him. He can do that. That's fine. Just obviously not to uh, missell anything. Um, so yeah, that's where those guys um, next. So sales wise, uh, where I've been doing so, obviously that was a one sales team that I'd started building, uh, and then I went from there to spending forty eight hours of just copy paste, copy paste. Instagram actually blocked me um, for a while from uh, messaging anyone, which to me was obviously a good sign because it meant I was actually getting a lot of numbers out there. Um, just copy and paste into every barber I could around. Um, Liverpool and North West mainly the Liverpool area but this was uh, probably some people well definitely people got multiple messages so whether that be through their actual barber shop page or and then sometimes obviously the barber has so say maybe uh, Curly's barber shop send a message to those and then it might have been uh, Dylan the barber don't know where these names are coming from uh he might be the owner of Curly's, but he'll have a separate. So I just, anyone that had barber or a barber shop, uh, I just send them the same message over and over and over. Um, and no one got back to me at all. And then I believe um, I might have the right to say that I believe my um, social media game has got a lot better. So my posting uh, standard, I think I found a style that I like. Uh, you've probably noticed if you do go check the Instagram out, that a lot of it's very, very similar now, just different posts with the same kind of text and style. So keeping a, a kind of brand style around it. Uh, so when people see the post, no matter what the picture is, you can kind of hopefully after a while guess or remember that that's the British Bearded Baby that does that kind of style. So that's what kind of thing I was going for rather than just posting ad hoc and trying loads of different stuff. Uh, I've made a few tweaks here and there on ones and see which ones get bigger, better likes, more interactions. Um, gives me a little bit more kind of... Uh, Instagram's quite hard to do with the social media. So obviously Facebook, you've got your insights and stuff that you can go off. Uh, Instagram's a lot harder um, to figure out. So, yeah, no one got back to me. And then after maybe three, four days 
of posting. Uh, I tried to, I think one day I may have posted once an hour, a minimum, uh, a different post, apart from when I was asleep. Uh, and then the second day was maybe once every other hour, minimum. And then the third day I was in work, so it was quite hard. Um, sorry if anyone from work is uh, listening to this or anyone knows anyone. Uh, but yeah, I kind of uh, try my best to keep posting as well. So um, yeah, and then that obviously got through because I had five, six barbers all message me. Um, one of them I've been into, they have a franchise of five Barber shops around Liverpool. Uh, those guys were really up for it. Went in, showed them the product, spoke to the guy, uh, the manager. He was meeting with the rest of them that night. He was going to take the product. They were going to have a talk. Um, soon as I left the barbers, I just my phone went crazy with. Uh, I don't want to name drop uh, anything yet. Um, with them saying, uh, basically their story on Instagram, so on their barber shop and on the actual manager's personal. Instagram as well, uh, like seven on the barber and five on the shop or whatever, saying pictures of our products, saying can't wait to use this. These guys great, no, 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 look amazing. Branding's unreal. Um, so yeah, uh, but those guys were meeting and then they've gone on a works holiday, so I'm waiting for those to get back to me. Uh, and then from that, that got a lot more barbers, obviously noticed that someone else was posting about it so that was a barber uh i'm guessing the whole kind of or they are getting on that wagon or that product we should too we don't want to get left behind so i had a lot of other people messing me uh, even to the point where one barber said um are you free i'm going to call you in an hour i'll sort an out sort out an order never spoke to the guy before didn't even know anything about my products um but never got a call so uh um, I am arranging to go in to actually speak to the guy. Uh, I prefer to go in and speak to him. And uh, at least so I know that he knows what the products are about. A uh, load of other product, uh, sample-wise, is getting sent out tomorrow to barbers. Uh, Instagram influencers had a few people messaging as well uh, that I haven't messaged, um, saying, send me an oil um, and I'll uh, do some free promo for you um so we're doing that uh so yeah it's kind of all starts to i don't know where it's come from it, I mean, the only thing i can put it down to is the social media side of it that my, i've stepped my game up a bit uh and then the next thing obviously you said about facebook so been looking into facebook advertising and obviously facebook at the minute is uh giving more attention and more value to video so they're concentrating on video uh, so I need to try and figure out. I have just created a small video uh, as a kind of a mock-up to see how that does. It's doing pretty well over the first 24 hours. So I'll see how that goes. Um, and that's it. So uh, sales-wise, when you're going in, pitch. Uh, I know I asked you about pitch or passion. For people that maybe have never done sales before, Adam... Uh, again, sorry, Harry, but Adam's the uh, sales guru. Uh, how would you come about creating a um, a pitch or a um, a kind of guideline for them to go off uh, starting wise without sound, sounding like a robot? Uh, so, how would you go about creating that pitch 
would you just do that yourself or would you go someone or is there a, uh, a link that someone can go to um I believe that that may be something that people might struggle with um and then the only other thing I'd like to ask is if anybody who is listening to the podcast if you do any form of social media marketing advertising if you are um video creation or anything like that uh, and you're in the north uh yeah if you're in the north reach out to me uh either, you can either email uh harry or adam um for them to pass your details on or you can just log on uh go on to the instagram or facebook actually go on my facebook or instagram don't message harry or adam they're probably very very busy people um and let me know uh and i'll try and sort something out i'll, I'll come over i'll come over to you um and uh yeah try and teach me some stuff um i'll make it worth your while but yeah if anyone is doing anything like that and would like to uh see what they can do uh and teach me some stuff i will uh yeah love to come over and meet you and do something uh other than that i hope you have a Either have a great week or have had a great week, depending when this comes out. See you later, guys. And we're back. Um, really great at Dan to be sharing uh, some deep figures there. The audio file was actually called Honesty. Oh, um, was it? I really okay. like his audio file names. Um, but yeah, so just going into the numbers for a minute. I know you made a note. If you could just cover those off again. Yeah, so Dan, Dan's basically said that the company started taking shape uh, about 16 months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's put £3,000 of his own money into yep. setting up the business. Uh, and I couldn't exactly work out whether it's in the first week or sort of to date, but he's only been trading for like one or two weeks at this point anyway when he sent this in. So uh, 16 months, £3,000 into the business. Uh, turnover is 190 quid, uh, But turnover of that, like f- there was four T-shirts and one hat. Uh, two bombs and four oils so out of the quick mass adam 11 products five of them were actually swag uh compared to uh the actual f- product that he's selling mm-hmm. um and as he said that's including like uh shipping and bits like that so 190 pounds turnover and the key thing that i just wanted to sort of reiterate to people is uh dan's approach and mentality right now and like you can tell he loves this he loves the grind uh, he, as as he will say, he loves this hustle part of the business. Most people, when they've got a launch, they will get hugely demotivated at this. If you just looked at the cold hard numbers and said £3,000, 16 months, £190 as part of a launch campaign, um, most people would be like, holy shit, this is going nowhere, shut the doors. Uh, and incorrectly, uh, mm, yeah. Dan has taken the complete right approach to this, which is, uh, no, I've put 16 months in, I've got my product, and now, like, uh, stage two, real real hard stage starts, which is actually going out and selling. Um, so I just want to say a huge thanks to Dan more than anything, because most people would feel a bit uncomfortable sharing the numbers. But as Dan said, he's building up a community. He's been 100% transparent. That's sort of what his product is about with the organic side yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, and he's living that through and through and being able to document this journey and have... And Dan, what I want is, like, regular sales numbers. So open up every single podcast uh, file that you send in moving forward uh, with just some core metrics. I want to know like sales. I want to know your Google Analytics. I want to know your Facebook data um, because this is the stuff that people listening to the show are really going to care about. Uh, and I think this is where sort of stage two of you being on the podcast, Dan, can add huge amounts of value to show people um, where you're going to get to. And the reason I'm so confident is I know you're going to make it. I know you're going to be successful. Uh, and I want to show people just how uh, 
like you, you talk about patience in a recent episode you send in, which we'll get to probably tomorrow. But the fact that you are taking this with the right mentality in two years, three years time, when people go back and listen to your journey, it's going to be the most inspirational thing. Yeah. Like you're covering stuff off that we haven't covered off in our show. And that's the gap that you're, you're plugging for us is uh, that first two years of just how hard it is. So hugely appreciate sharing those numbers. So if you want to send in uh, weekly sales data, weekly Google analytics, that'd be great just to set the tone of what it's really like to build the business. Uh, so that's the sales numbers, Harry. We'll keep this short uh, because Dan's taken up 16 minutes of people's time already. <laughs> so we'll just get we'll just, we'll just get to our points. Uh, um, I've just got a, a little bit of a concern, and I just want to raise it. When we speak about ambassadors, mm-hmm. um, and for anyone listening to the show, when we're speaking about ambassadors, these are people that represent your brand and speak about how good it is because they often have social followings. And what you want to do is is have that ambassador position your product in a positive way on social media uh, so then their followers begin to become aware of the brand and then eventually buy the product I feel that there's like this there's like this overlap and like correct me if I'm wrong from the way that I'm feeling it is like uh, an ambassador for me is a sales channel it's not a sales team and I feel like Dan is slightly blending the two together so on a previous uh, on a previous file he sent in I know he was he was talking about um sales and and the different avenues you can go down to try and push and the subject of ambassadors came up then um so i think i'm kind of siding with you on this one in the sense that he's probably relying too much on the ambassadors as the driving force for sales um which like i say it shouldn't be it should be an option an avenue that brings in potential sales and more of an awareness campaign than anything though like so like if i'm in the market for beer doors for example and then i've seen dan's brand and then see an ambassador who i already follow for example rep his brand then i would make the sale but i wouldn't i wouldn't be relying on the ambassador to be going out and doing the selling they're just there to kind of like to to kind of solidify, to reinforce someone's like... The, there are 2018 was, billboard yeah. is what an ambassador is. I was is. thinking about buying that product, but I've not really seen anything about it. Oh, wait, now this guy I follow is repping this brand that I was thinking about in the first place. Okay, I'm going to take a punt on it. It's not the other way around. This guy that has come up, come up to me Coming and up started to you. selling yeah, exactly. it to me. Um, and, and that's okay. So we're on the same page, which is good. That was one of the things that I was just getting that feeling for. And the key thing that I just want to point out um, from from my perspective is uh, ambassadors are fantastic. Mm-hmm. They are often undervalued um, on social, but they are a sales channel. They're not a sales team. And what I mean by that is, Dan, go and get yourself a book called Traction. Uh, it's a fantastic book. And that talks about, uh, I think it's 21 or 22 different sales channels that you can approach. Uh, and the goal is, is that you find five to seven of those that you think are uh, realistic for the product or the industry that you're in to test uh, and then you basically create a bullseye framework which is uh, the things that you think are going to work the most put in the middle and then the things that you think are long shots but you want to try put on the outside but what this will help you do more than anything Dan it's make sure that you are experimenting with multiple sales channels and not putting all your eggs in in one basket uh, an example for us with our website package just to relate is we we tried different sales channels so we try facebook we try direct mail we try telesales uh, and the idea is is we'll test 20 or we, we we're still in the process of doing this even though we're two years into the product uh we, we'll then pick a month or pick two months and we will test a new sales channel to see what works and uh we don't get emotional about it if it works we continue it 
well now we do um <laughs> i caught you while you were drinking that, <laughs> but we have a we had a track record of trying one thing and it worked and then moving on to the next thing hoping it worked better and the lesson that i learned from that is try one thing if it works continue it but then test other things alongside so mm. then at least got a baseline of success going all the time yeah i think i think i think we just we saw the numbers increase but then we wanted we, more because we did well, i wanted more we didn't we didn't have a um the what's the word baseline yeah we didn't we didn't have a, a baseline expectation of what success really result. looks like yeah, yeah exactly. exactly so we we didn't know if we i didn't we didn't know if this was just doing better than nothing or this was actually smashing out yeah we didn't know if five websites a month was good or 50 websites yeah. a month was good um so dan that's the only thing that i just want to and it sort of gets onto your next point uh which is uh, you end uh, that part of the audio clip with a question <coughs> around pitching uh so on that uh, the pitch always needs to come from you and i guess what you're trying to do at the moment is pitch retailers to stock the product and again as you know uh because you've gone in and you've even said in the show that you want to go and speak to people face to face that is you don't worry about your ambassadors physically pitching the product um you mentioned that one guy needs to wants to get some stuff printed 100 percent, spend some time and arm these guys with uh, social media assets that they can post uh, or help them with what they can post but don't have that as your only uh, sales channel um, please go out, get the traction book, uh, and it'll be great to hear in the next two or three weeks some of the other channels that you're testing. Because the key thing is, and it's what we're learning as well at the moment, uh, is through Facebook there is obviously huge audiences. Uh, but when when one channel works very well, you'll you'll press it hard for as mm-hmm. long as you can, but eventually that channel will dry up. And what you don't want to do is go in peaks and troughs with the business where you're going really good sales, really good sales, uh, and then that drops off and you haven't been testing other channels um so even if one thing's going well you have to have other things running alongside because one thing will get saturated and the results will slow down and if you're always testing uh, always being a practitioner uh and testing new channels is you'll always have other ways to generate sales don't don't think of your ambassadors as a sales team and go and find other channels to sell in pearls of wisdom Try and drop at least one bomb a week. I think that was. I think I've just used it. I think I've just used it to be honest. And anyway, yesterday's show was interesting. Dan, uh, again, uh, hugely appreciate you sending in the updates. Uh, we we get loads of good feedback regarding the show, and a lot of it relates to uh, what we're doing with yourself and how we're documenting or helping share you document your journey because you do most of the work behind it. And in terms of sending the audio clips, and we just riff off it once mm. a week. Um, we've got another episode from the British Bearded Baby coming tomorrow, uh, yep. which will be Wednesday. That will get us up to date. Uh, it's a really interesting one again. Um, I've got some foresight, so I kind of know what, what's coming. So uh, it's really interesting to, to see the dynamic that Dan's going through at the moment because it was very similar to my route, which was uh, what one thing feels like the problem, let's focus on that. And then all of a sudden, uh, the other thing feels like the big problem, let's focus on that. And uh, one thing that I still get told in my board meetings is uh, just, just find something that works and just do it. Be consistent. Just do that. And uh, don't go looking for another thing to fix in the business that's going to add 5% value. Go and 10x your business in the next three months. Um, so yeah that's a little bit of a, a riff from me but looking forward to uh, talking about tomorrow's episode and if you have any questions Harry how can they hear about us they email just like Dan did Harrison at experttrades.com back in the day that was a while back that Dan sent that email in yeah get that um, introduction if anyone else is uh, kind of 
going through early stages of startup and that it'd be great to have an audio i know people email in but it'd be great to get some more uh, audio clips even video we can just pull the audio out 100 percent. like uh and on that note one thing that we want to do uh is get more founders more entrepreneurs and more people with an idea onto the show what we don't want to become we don't want to become a podcast that just talks to people that have made it there are plenty of shows out there like like that and that's not what this is here for this is here for people that uh, are in the trenches at the moment and uh, like are fucking struggling uh, because we want to show just how hard business is but we also want to document the success of people throughout the journey uh, because it is uh, it's worth it it's worth doing